You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to episode 173 of the Soul Forge Podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Welcome back, gang. It's another, well, I was going to say exciting episode of the podcast, but I always say that, and I never get any feedback. I don't get any communication from you guys through the email channels, whether these episodes are exciting or not. So I don't know. So I just say that they're exciting. Today, I have a very special guest, Julie. How are you? I'm good. Are you good? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. You'll have to speak up a little bit louder so the microphone picks you up. Not too loud, but a little bit louder. Okay. Yes. Okay, that's perfect. All right. So, listeners, as you can tell from the title of the episode, we're talking about the importance of communication because it's been several months since I've had Julie, my loving girlfriend, on an episode of Soul Forge. And because I'm off this week, we had some extra time to talk and relax and record this episode for your entertainment and enjoyment. And you seem to be laughing quite a bit. What's, uh, what's on your mind? No, no. It's a flow of consciousness conversation. We're just having a chat. I can edit most of this out if it's bad. What's so funny? Nothing. Nothing? No. I don't believe you. <laughs> what's on your mind? Nothing? <laughs> you see, podcasts are an audio medium, so you have to actually say words. <laughs> are you having trouble? See, this is a good way to start a podcast about communication, since there's a, a severe lack of it here on there your part. It? Yeah. Have you, have you noticed that? Yes. Okay, good. Okay. So, question for you. Why did you agree to be on the episode? <laughs> what? Why? Why? Because you wanted me to be on the show. And why did I want you to be on the show? Well, to talk about communication. Yeah, true. And also because I like including you in all aspects of my life. Did you know that? Oh. Yeah. Okay, so before we get into the main topic, and we don't even know what we're going to say, uh, I just quickly pulled up the importance of communication online, on the website, on the internets, and we're going to talk about a quick definition. How does that sound? Okay. Okay. What is communication? Well, being able to communicate effectively is one of the most important life skills to learn. Communication is defined as transferring information to produce greater understanding. It can be done vocally, like through verbal exchanges, or through written media such as books, websites, and magazines. 
Also, it can be done visually using graphs, charts, and maps, or non-verbally, such as body language, gestures, pitch of voice, and tone. And all of these means of communication are essential soft skills that are vital for a successful career, according to this website. But not only are they important for a successful career, they're also important in everyday life, don't you find? Yes. Yes, that's right. We didn't actually plan on what we were going to say. We're just going to have a, a flow of consciousness conversation. And you're going to try not to laugh uproariously because you're embarrassed, I guess. Is that what's going on here? Are you nervous? Are no. You, no? Yes. Yes. Why, why are you nervous to be on the show? I don't know. You've listened to a lot of the episodes. Mm -hmm. And I do it week after week. Don't you think you could be a podcaster? No. No? No. Why is that? Are you not an effective communicator? I don't like to talk. Why is that? I like to be quiet. Okay. Quiet is important for certain aspects. Okay. So, since uh, you're not giving me much feedback here, I, I don't know uh, how we're going to have this conversation about communication. This is going to be a very interesting topic, I think. What do you think? Yes. Okay. Well, while we're regrouping and trying to think of things that we're going to talk about, why don't we play a promo for another podcast right here on the ESO Network. How does that sound? Sounds great. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the geek revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join We Be Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Listen to We Be Geeks podcast on iTunes and Stitcher or online at webegeeks.net. We Be Geeks, your voice for the geek revolution. Want to know more? And wasn't that an awesome promo that I put in after I edited this? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're holding up your fingers, making a loser sign on your forehead. Are you talking about me or talking about yourself? Because that is an important form of non-verbal communication that you just did there. Come on, say some words. <laughs> you don't know what to say? Okay. You're putting me on the spot. Well, of course I'm putting you on the spot. We're recording a podcast. That's what you do. We just talk. So okay. let's, let's talk about your early childhood. Were you much of a talker back then? Yes. And then what happened? I enjoyed talking. Okay. I remember being on the phone for hours on end with my friends. Mm-hmm. And, and now, all of a sudden, years went by. Yeah. Now I just can't stand telephone anymore. Can't stand I can't it. talk. I don't like talking on the phone anymore. Do you like texting? I like texting. You prefer texting? I prefer texting. Okay. I express myself better in the text. In writing. Writing is your yes. most effective form of communication. Yes. All right. So, and when we first started getting together... Uh, we hadn't met yet, so we did a lot of texting. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty effective, I would say. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then we got to know each other. And then we had our first date, and we sat at the Tim Hortons coffee shop, and three hours went by like nothing. I know. You talked. Yeah. And I talked. And we talked. <laughs> I don't even remember what we talked about, but it went pretty well. It did. It definitely did. Yeah. Because, what, that was, a, that was a Tuesday, I think, if I remember correctly. And then we had made plans to get together the following Saturday. But we had such a great time, we were like, you know what? Saturday's too long. So I said, why don't we get together on Thursday before the Saturday? And we did, didn't we? Yes, we did. And we've been inseparable ever since. And how does that make you feel? 
It makes me feel good. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Um, I always wondered, you know, if you would ever find the one. If I would? Yeah, no, me. If you would find the one. Yeah. And did you find the or one? Or like a match. And? That would be good for you, that you can see yourself with. Because that's hard to find. Time. Yeah, it is. It is hard to find. So, um, I did find what I was looking for. You did? Yeah, I think so. Where, where is that person? Sitting in front of me. It's me? Yes. Oh, lucky me. That's good. And how would you say, over the last eight months or so, our communication has been? You communicate very well. I have trouble expressing myself. This is true. I close up. You do? Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? I am not sure if it's what the other person is going to think, right? I get that. But you know what? The thing is, I will say things to you. And I'll be like, I don't know if I should say this, but I feel it. And I trust this person, so I'm going to tell her. And I do. And how does that make you feel? And I guess I... it makes you vulnerable, It right? totally makes you it puts vulnerable. puts you out there. Yes. Because are you going to think that I'm friggin' crazy for having these feelings about you? Or the way I said it? Or the way I expressed it? You've never made me feel like an idiot. No. So that's good. No. And I don't believe I've ever made you feel stupid for anything you've said. No. Okay, good. So actually, I got a funny story for the listeners. Uh, The other day, we were sitting on the couch, just, I don't know what we were doing, watching TV, playing on our phones, talking about whatever. And I turned to you and I said, how do you feel about living happily ever after? Do you remember what you said? Yeah, I said I am. Is that what I said? You said, I thought I already was. Oh, yes. And I thought that was the best thing you could have said in 100,000 years. (laughs) How do you feel about living happily ever after? Well, I thought we already were. You're damn right we are. <laughs> yeah. so, so that's good. So I know for, for me, as a matter of fact, I think only since I started podcasting has my communication skills developed as well as they, uh, they are now. Because I wasn't always able to say how I felt. Can you believe that? No, I can't believe that. Okay. Well, if, if we were to have a, a sit-down chat with Bishop's mom, she would say, no, no. Whenever Sean and I tried to have a serious conversation, he would shut right down and it would be like talking to a wall because that's what it was like. Wow. Yeah. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't communicate effectively. I could write anything out I wanted. Like, Me too. That's the way I am. I yeah. can write it. I've always been a writer, yeah. not a talker. But ever since I started podcasting almost seven years ago, it's, I guess it's just a skill that develops over time because of this. Maybe you should be my permanent co-host. How does that make you feel? Would you want to do this week after week? Do you think you could handle it? No. No? No. It would bring you out of your shell a little bit. It would. Isn't that it a... It would, but I guess it's that's a fear. What are you afraid of? I don't know. Are, are you afraid of being made fun of? Rejection? You're putting yourself out there. Yes. Oh, yeah, like definitely. All your personal stuff is out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, actually, when I first started this Soul Forge podcast, I thought about using a fake name. You know, I, was, I was coming up with all kinds of different names because I was going to be talking about a lot of deep personal things. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I should do this or not. But I was like, I guess, you know what? Whatever. I, I, it's, it's here to help me. It, it's a form of self, self-therapy. It's uh, talking about things that people don't normally talk about so that people know that they're not alone in their feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think I've talked a, a lot about all kinds of various things. 
You've, you've listened to... Yeah, you did. A lot of these episodes. Yeah. I don't think you've listened to every single one. Even before I met you, I was listening to the podcast, and I think I knew you even before I, I had seen you. Right. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, and, and you chose to see me anyway. Yep. I remember you asking me that. Is it scaring you? And I would tell you no. Because mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I thought of before I started this. I'm like, okay, so one day I'm going to meet a girl, and she's going to hear all this stuff. If she wants to, if she, because all my all my dirty laundry is out there in podcast form, and if it doesn't scare her away, then I guess she's the one. <laughs> and so far, so good. I know it's only been eight months, but I don't think I've ever experienced this level of happiness. I don't know if you have, like consistently. Yeah. No. Like there, there's a there's a certain amount of comfort here. Yes. And you feel safe. Yes, and you can be yourself. That's what that was. That's one of my things. The main you thing. Know, in the past relationship, you just couldn't be yourself. You had to portray yourself as somebody else. I guess I don't know. And isn't that exhausting? It is. Hiding who you really are. Yes. Right. It is. Because I I can't do that. This this is me. This is all my junk. Here it is. Yeah. This is me. You know, because some people are good at uh, being actors and hiding who they are and. Oh yeah. All that stuff comes out later. Definitely. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to podcast about everything. <laughs> and uh, this, this is who I am. And I'll just consistently be me. And there's no other way around it. And have you found that I've changed at all in the last bit? Or have I been pretty consistent? No, I'm consistent. And my communication style is open and honest. Yes. And I'm not afraid to talk to you about things. No. It's not always easy. No. Because some of that stuff's embarrassing. There's all kinds of things we've talked about that... Uh, I have not talked about on the podcast, and I probably won't, but we can talk about these things, and it's okay. Yes. Right. Now, for further details, if you'd like to uh, support us on Patreon, I can tell you what some of those things that we don't talk about are, but you'll have to pay for it, listeners. Ha ha ha. Anyway. <laughs> that's, that's a thing that podcasters do. They'll, they'll say, for special behind-the-scenes information, join us on our Patreon page, and you'll get exclusive access that regular listeners don't get. Oh, well. Yeah. I've never done that before. Okay. I probably won't, but it's just a funny thing. It's a joke. It's a joke. It is a joke. It's hilarious. Actually, that's another thing I wanted to ask you about. How do you find my humor? It's good. Yeah? Yeah. Cheesy? Geeky. Geeky. That, that's, <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's one thing. Uh, the other day, actually, I think I told this story already, maybe on the other podcast, on The Rusted Robot, but we were watching Star Trek Discovery, and... Uh, a sound effect came on the TV show. Black alert. Black alert. And, and you looked at me, and I said, yeah, that's my ringtone. Mm-hmm. And she, you're like, you're a nerd. <laughs> and it's not the first time you've said that. And it's not like it's a surprise, because you've seen my 30 totes of action figures. Oh, yeah. And Hallmark ornaments and yeah. stuff. And that's another thing I wanted to ask you. Did any of that stuff ever scare you? Like... This guy's got a lot of crap. No. How come? It doesn't scare me. No. But Put you off? No. Like if you would spend like most of your days and like weeks shopping all the time and keep buying and buying and buying, I mean, you only have so much room, right? Well, that's right. You can become like a problem, I think. It can. You can become a hoarder of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you've met me on my downward slope away from that. Because before, I was not an effective communicator, and I would sink into myself, and the only way to make myself happy was to buy things. 
and it was that brief amount or uh, moment of euphoria when you open up the package and there's like a, a new thing I'm like oh, oh, oh boy and then you just put it with the rest of your crap exactly and, it doesn't matter, and then it doesn't matter anymore and and the five minutes that you felt really good about yourself is over and then you have to go on to the next thing yeah. and i was that way for years and that's how i ended up with all these totes of things but over the last three or four years as i've gotten more comfortable with myself i've severely cut back on my purchases and i've sold things as well mm-hmm. so the only things that i really get now well when they're in stock are my monthly starship collection and the occasional statue so i've cut back quite a bit how does that make you feel that you've met me in this phase of my life because you've heard stories right mm, of you yeah yeah you've met me at the best phase of my life yeah like see me i, I don't understand why having all those collectibles, right? Mm-hmm. It's in my DNA. I know. Me, it was dolls when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I could have had a hundred dolls. But, I loved them all. And? Did you? But, yeah, I had a lot, but it's not something that I carried with me, right? As I got older? Mm-hmm. I guess I don't understand how you can just spend money on a collectible like that and just thousands and thousands of dollars Oh yeah. later. Yeah. Well... Because I, I used to be in silent competition. I had to have the most things. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because I was missing something. There was, there was a lack. And I needed to fill it with stuff. And I think both my parents had that as well. So obviously I was behind the eight ball to begin with. But now I'm better. Mm-hmm. Yay! <laughs> better, yeah. Sometimes you go to the store and you're like, Oh, I want to buy this. Uh, are you sure? Yes, you are my voice of reason. You have no trouble... Do you need this? Do you really need this? See, you have no trouble communicating when it comes to those kind of things. No, but when it comes to personal stuff, like feelings... Yes. Yes. Like, for example, I I tell you often how I feel about you. Mm -hmm. You don't say it nearly as much. Have you noticed? Yes. I would like to hear it more. You would? I would, because there's... I guess that's a part of me that I gotta... I gotta kind of work on. Yeah, you gotta open up. Like... Often I can, I can see from your face that you're holding back and you want to say something and then you don't do it. Mm-hmm. And, and then I pry it out of you. <laughs> and sometimes you'll actually say it, but not always. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it takes a little bit more cajoling and then you, you finally do. Because you, you, you do feel things, you just can't always say things, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and what is the fear that you think you have? A fear of rejection, a fear of... Sounding stupid? What is it, do you think? Sounding stupid, maybe? Yeah? Is it because I'm English and you're mostly French and you think the communication styles won't uh, no. match up? No. And you'll be misinterpreted? No? No. Okay. I guess it's just something... Like, I don't know if your parents were expressive growing up. Well... their love for you. <sighs> Mom was. See, me and my parents weren't like that. Like, we did... There was no, like, I love you all the time or... No? Or cuddling, or... Really? No. None of that? No, there wasn't a lot of that. Oh, see, I, I never got... I can remember. Okay. Well, I, I never got that from my dad. But from my mom, it, it, it was probably smothered. Like, every, every morning before school, she'd give us a, a hug and a kiss, and then she'd uh, say something like, Okay, have fun at school. Don't swear and don't fight. Don't drink. Don't, uh, don't get anybody pregnant. And don't do drugs. Like, so, some kind of that. It was that every single day. It was... Something like that. Mm-hmm. Don't do this, don't do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't swear, don't fight, don't do drugs. Yeah. And as we got older, it was don't get anybody pregnant. So, <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she talked a lot. And, and we would 
sit around and just drink tea and just chat for hours about nothing. And she loved it. To me, I did that with my grandma. Mm-hmm. Just talk and talk and talk and talk. It didn't matter about what? No. So with certain people, you can. Mm-hmm. And I guess we haven't been together enough, long enough, for you to feel totally, 100% completely comfortable like that. You think that's what it is? Maybe. Yeah? It takes time, I guess. It does. It does. But you're getting better. And, and maybe I say too much stuff. That's how no. I feel sometimes. No. Am I saying too many things? Do I tell you too much? No. No? No. Okay. So effective communication is something that is a constant process of improvement and working on. It's not just something that comes naturally to everybody. And I'm sure if I didn't have 47 different podcasts, I, I wouldn't be nearly as effective as a communicator. Like, for example, my son, Bishop, he's 14. He doesn't talk at all. No. No. Uh, everything is not much. How, how are you doing, buddy? What's new and exciting? Not much. What you, would you learn at school today? Not much. I'm like, really? And, but then there's times where he'll he'll go off and talk about video games for like half an hour. Because that's what interests that's him. That's what interests him. And I tune it out because I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't mean to tune it out. But he just goes on and on and on. I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. And what about your daughter? What do you think about her communication? That's, um, she has some issues when she gets angry. Yeah, growing up, um, when she was a little baby, her form of communication, because she didn't know, like, how to communicate, right? Every child doesn't know when they first start, so it was, like, tantrums and yelling and throwing things, and it wasn't very pretty for, no. for a while. Mm-hmm. And I, I've seen some of that. Yeah, and you haven't seen nothing. This is, like, really good how she is oh yeah Mm-hmm. it was awful and then uh she, i guess at school she started learning about her feelings and how to express her feelings and different ways like going to your bedroom and the stress ball and just breathing and different tips and tricks and yes exercises. like now when she gets upset or whatever she'll actually go to her room and cry instead of like sitting here and throwing everything around right mm-hmm. that's not the way to to express yourself. Right. So that or now she can actually like at night when we lay down or whatever, she'll she'll actually express to me like if anything bothers her or And she couldn't always do that. No. And sometimes kids don't always They don't know how to articulate their feelings. Yes, or they're gonna they're gonna do things. They act out instead. Yes, they act out or they'll say some smart remark and you're like, Why did she say that for? Then you start really analyzing, and then you end up finding the reason. Yeah. But she's getting better. Yes. Oh, yeah. And you just got to keep at it. Uh-huh. Because communication is like a practice. You have to keep at it. Yes, definitely. Otherwise, you could lose it. Much like you did. You used to talk all the time on the phone as a kid, and now you don't No, I go it. quiet. I don't think you ever talk to anybody on the phone. Your mom sometimes, and that's about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and even when we talk on the phone, it's, it's still a little bit weird. We barely talked on the phone. Yeah, it's not I think a thing I could we do. Count it on my hand, my one hand. Yeah, it's just not something that we do. No, but, and that's okay. Yeah, and I guess the only other time that uh, I have trouble communicating is when I'm angry because my brain short circuits, and all I do is swear and yell, and nothing flows properly or coherently. Yeah. So I don't I don't do that very often. Yeah. But when I when I get super riled up for whatever reason, I feel like a moron. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think anybody can communicate effectively when they're mad. No, because it's like 
or annoyed or something. It's like the circuits in the brain shut off, <laughs> and it's just all instinct. Yeah, so I, I don't like that part of myself. <laughs> so I try not to get angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. I don't like me when I'm angry. No. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, we, we did pretty good for not knowing what we were going to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this podcast episode? Okay. Yeah? I could have communicated more, maybe. You could have, but that comes with time and practice. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll end this episode and we'll record another one for next week and see how that one goes. What do you think? Yes? No? Maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Okay, well, we'll talk about that after we're done recording. So, listeners, thanks for coming by. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast immensely because I know that I did. So why don't you go ahead and communicate by sending an email to soulforgepodcast at gmail.com or you can go to soulforgepodcast.com and find all of our social media links right there. But no matter what you do, take care. And remember, talking about our problems is our greatest addiction. Break the habit. Talk about your joys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. Hi. This is uh, Admiral Adama. My name's Robert J. Sawyer. This is Cena Grace. Hey, this is Stephen Amell. Hey, this is Dr. Trek, Larry Nemechek. Hanging with Sean and Josh. They're telling all about general geekery. And you are listening to the Rusted Robot Podcast. The number one rated robot-related podcast in Northern Ontario. You should be following them on Twitter. Keep listening. Don't forget to follow them on Twitter. Subscribe on iTunes. The Rusted Robot.Podbean.com The Rusted Robot Podcast. Think about it. Rusted Robot. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.